Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back to our number two of the ESPN 1320 Insiders. Get ready for the most up-to-date sports news and talk with the ESPN 1320 Insiders. Hour number two, taking you right up to D'Lo and KC at noon. Thanks, everybody, for rocking with us, whether you're on the traditional radio, maybe you're on the Odyssey app, the free Odyssey app, which we encourage you to download and take us with you wherever you go. Maybe you commute to work, you got to get out of the car. Yeah, hey, pop on the Odyssey app and you can continue listening, streaming live all day, all night. Just go in, search ESPN 1320, and we'll be right there. We also have our own podcast feed now, James. It's special. It's big time for us. We've been uploading our podcast to D'Lo and KC's podcast because that's where that's where we had to do it. Well, now we have our own platform. But for reasons that I don't want to get into on the radio, you have to search the James Hammond Kyle Madsen show. So welcome back in, everybody, to the James Hammond Kyle Madsen show for those of you listening on the podcast. Okay. But yeah, it's just this show. We upload it, and that way if you miss something or you want to go back and listen to something or you only get the first hour, only get the second hour, you can listen to the whole thing. That's right. It's just straight up, James Ham and Kyle Madsen Show. Wherever you get your pods and on the Wherever podcast, get, yeah. you get your podcast, go ahead and just search James Ham. Hey, somebody else wants to talk. Oh. Let's see. I wonder if they want to win a PS5. Hey, the Insiders, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, this is Bill up in Rockland. Bill, what's going on, man? Hey, I wondered if you guys already caught, touched on this, but uh, I noticed that uh, De'Aaron Fox was left off of the NBA all-in-season tournament, all-NBA team. I didn't know if you guys noticed that. It's kind of, I, think, I think he got robbed. What do you guys think? I totally, Thanks, agree. Bill. I, I totally agree. Uh, I, I totally agree with that. I, I looked at the, the list just a few minutes ago, and I was surprised. I mean, he was... He was the leader in points per game for a while. I'm not sure where he finished for the tournament, but um, yeah, Bill Bill actually had a, a real call, or maybe he didn't. Maybe he was just much better I, at this, Kyle. I don't know. I I I don't quite get it because what's the was it? It it wasn't just for the quarterfinal and semifinal and finals, right? It was the whole every in-season tournament game? Well, yeah, the all-tournament team is Giannis, it's Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, Tyrese Halliburton, LeBron James. I can click here for the results. Okay. Um, oh, I'm and really they, looking forward to this. Oh, man, they just fully, like, are like they tell you who voted for what. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Let's go. We got pitchforks. Um. Yeah. Okay, so I don't think De'Aaron Fox is on anybody's list. Um, maybe what? he is. Let me see. Others, oh no, others receiving votes. Uh, Brandon Ingram had four votes. Okay. Uh, Nikola Jokic had three votes. De'Aaron Fox had two votes. Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum, Miles Turner. 
So they didn't do a second team. Kevin Durant had seven total votes. Okay, um, so so this is just one team, and they went two front court or two back court, three front court. Yeah, something like that. Okay, I'm trying to see who voted for De'Aaron. There's a De'Aaron Fox. Well, De- from Simone Sandry. Okay, I think that's who that is. Um, and the other votes came from uh, like we're just giving a shout out to people who who yeah. voted for De'Aaron Fox for no reason because I time. mean it's not like it matters. But um, I'm trying to find more De'Aaron Fox. Does it say how many votes he got? He got a total of two votes. Well, he missed one in season tournament game, right? The one against Oklahoma City. Yes, he did. He did. Okay, so he missed that one. But he was still the point leader. Um, from what I know, forty-three, eight, and seven against the Spurs, the Timberwolves. The Kings just went into Minnesota, and De'Aaron goes for thirty-six, seven, and twelve in that one uh, against the Warriors. The Kings battle back from twenty-four points down to punch their ticket to the semifinal, and all De'Aaron Fox did in that game was twenty-nine, nine, and seven with a couple of steals. Yeah, he's, I'm, mm. I'm seeing why he didn't make it. He wasn't very good, and then. On December, oh nope, that was against the Suns. That game didn't count. Where's the Pelicans game? There it is. Jim Alkwarski is who voted for is the other person who voted for De'Aaron, which I don't know Jim, but he's from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Go ahead. Sorry. And then in the loss to the Pelicans in the quarterfinal, thirty points, five boards, four assists. Started a little slow. Maybe that's what got the voters. That slow start in the first quarter of the semifinal took them yes. off people's boards. That has to be it. Yes. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. I mean, it doesn't matter. Nobody's nobody's going to remember the all-in-season tournament team. Nope. I do think the Lakers winning it, I do think there's something to be said for that legitimizing it, though. Like, okay. LeBron James tried his ass off to win this thing. Yeah, I think that's that's unique and, and different. Like, yeah. maybe. And he also kept saying, oh, this is where he's going to have his team. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, but if the Pacers win it, if the Pacers go win that, the Pacers are going to be what? A few games over 500 this year? Yeah. If everything goes right? And they'll make the playoffs and maybe win a series. I don't know. I, I'm I'm big on the Pacers. But if they do that and they win this tournament, or God forbid they finish like below 500 and don't make the playoffs, mm-hmm. the people are going to look and go, well, what's the point? Like if the Pacers can win it, then what are we doing? But yeah. the fact that it was the LeBron James Lakers to me makes it like next year it's going to be more of a thing. Okay. But I, I think we'll you're see. right. I think you're right. I mean, I think, you know, having LeBron James as the MVP of the tournament is a big deal. Yeah. Like, he's the inaugural MVP. Yeah. And it's a, it, just like how De'Aaron Fox would love to have been the inaugural MVP like he was the inaugural, um, like, clutch, clutch player, player of the yeah. year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the Jerry West clutch player of the year. So, yeah, it's. I, I think the players actually, like, enjoyed it. I don't know, like, getting gold medals, having Adam Silver, like, like holler at the kids, like, Hey kids, we're trying to do something here. Like I don't know if you saw that moment. I didn't. Yeah, it was it very strange. It was very strange. Like the <laughs> the children. Blame it on the children. <laughs> God. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought it was cool. I, I'm I'm here for for people celebrating accomplishments. I'm not gonna be a hater. You're not gonna be a hater. Bad as I want to be. Nope. I'm not gonna do it. Would you storm off the field and throw your helmet? I don't know. And berate the official on my way out? Maybe. I may have berated an official once or twice in my life. I don't think I ever did. Probably more than that. I don't think I ever did. It's just never, it was never that serious for your boy. 
I lost my cool in a basketball game one time, and I coached soccer forever. So I mean, there's a lot of times you. Oh yeah, co- oh official. yeah. As a coach, for sure. If I was oh, a coach, yeah. I'd be. Yeah. I'd be loud about it too. Uh, mentioned the 49ers got some help yesterday with their win. They are now a win away from clinching a playoff spot. If the if they win or the Rams lose, they will clinch the NFC West, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and now the Niners are the one seed thanks to the Eagles' loss to the Cowboys. The Lions also lost to the Bears Huge. yesterday. 28-13. Shout out Justin Fields. Really, really, really good yesterday. Uh, the Bears on that one, 28-13. So that knocks... The Lions down to nine and four. The Cowboys, Eagles, and Niners are all ten and three. Because the Lions aren't involved anymore, the Niners get to have the head-to-head tiebreaker. Mm, of course, they beat both Philly and right. Dallas. But the way the tiebreaker stuff works is if the Lions were also ten and three, mm-hmm. the Niners head-to-heads against the Cowboys and Eagles don't matter anymore. Okay, because they hadn't played the Lions yet oh. or at all. Okay, so the head-to-head goes away. So then it would have gone to, I believe, conference record. Yeah, then it gets all weird and, and then diluted. It gets, and then it gets weird. I think the Niners would have still been in first technically, but the Lions losing helps. Yeah. It just makes it that head-to-head. The Cowboys now the number two seed. The Eagles fall all the way to number five. Ooh. Because the Cowboys, by way of division record, yes, they're four and one in the division. Philly now three and one in the division. This is all wild. It is nutty. I kept Here's sending you bear, go bear gifts. You I, did. They I, I were sent great. you Ditka. I sent you little kid Ditka. I tried to send you the bears with uh, oh, Chris Farley SNL. doing the chest, but it wouldn't send. It kept giving me some weird error. Ugh. Like I had them all That's queued really up. I was sending you stuff to Kyle all day on Sunday. <laughs> That's what did. Kyle and I do. We, we mess with each other. We just just fire off gifts and football takes and basketball takes. <laughs> hot Brock Purdy takes just in the first hot. quarter. <laughs> he was, dude. He was really bad in the first quarter. He had th- 33, yards, 33 yards in the first quarter and finished with 368. Kyle was losing his mind. No, I wasn't. He just <laughs> didn't look good. It's happened before. It'll happen again. I love it. Um, I said he stinks. I meant in that moment. I, in that I realized moment. Yeah. he doesn't stink. He's a really damn good football player. Yeah. In, in the first quarter yesterday, it wasn't very good. The What was the other thing that happened yesterday for the 49ers? Oh, the Rams are good. Yeah. I think the Niners, it would behoove the Niners to not have that game against the Rams matter in week 18. <laughs> okay. But it's up to that. The Niners can win out. They'd be the number one seed. If they lose one and one of the Cowboys or Eagles wins out from here, they will be the one seed. So the Niners could conceivably lose another game, but they'd need some help Okay, to get the one seed. Yeah. So it's basically win out to control their own destiny. Yeah. And what, what would that put them? How many game win streak? Ooh, what were they? Five and three, nine. Okay, another so nine finish, game. Yeah, so they'd finish fourteen and three, like last year. Yeah, no, uh, no, they're thirteen and four last year. Yeah, but they won nine straight. To finish oh yeah, the yeah, season, yeah. Right? Yes. yeah, yeah. All right, we gotta hit a break. When we come back, we're not giving away a PS Five just yet. We're gonna revisit Mad Props, and I'm so happy because this week in Mad Props, I went bang on the number for two of the stats. Two? Well, the, oh, the got one it, got it. set of yep. two stats from the Niners and Kings game. We'll explain next. This is The Insiders, brought to you by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320. The Insiders with James Ham and Kyle Madsen, brought to you by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320. All right, we got mad props to do. We do have mad props to do. I got, I'm in. I got, a number, I got a number spot on this week, though. 
Oh. I'm so I was so thrilled with myself because I've been really off on these uh, a couple of times this year. And I felt like I really needed to redeem myself and I and I think I did this week. So if you're unfamiliar with Mad Props, the way we do this is I pick a stat from the 49ers game coming up, I pick a stat from a Kings game coming up, and then we pit those two stats against each other and we figure out which one's going to be higher. So, for example, here's our first one this week. 49ers rushing attempts are De'Aaron Fox points against the Suns. We both went De'Aaron Fox points, mm-hmm. and uh, we were both correct. Although, uh, the 49ers, just 23 rushing attempts. And if you had given me that number before the game, I think I would have thought things didn't necessarily go well for them. Yeah, I, I think, like, I expected them to pass. You know, I think at some point the Niners need to flex. And I think we're slowly starting to see them flex on people. Like, hey, this is who we're going to be in the playoffs. We're we're going to be, we're going to run up the score. Like, I think the Cowboys like to run up the score right now. They keep keep doing this thing where they're, you know, they're like just putting up so many points. It doesn't even matter, right? I think the Niners are sitting back like, we got you. We see you. Eventually we're going to do that too. We're just not going to do it right now. And I, I think the same thing about Debo. Like, I think they're slow playing Debo like crazy. He looks better than he did in 2019 when he was a first-team All-Pro. He looks crazy explosive right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I think they've reserved him for late in the season. Yeah. And they're just gearing him up right now for the playoffs. Like, uh, I don't want him returning kicks, but go ahead. That's We can talk no. about that later. No. Uh, with De'Aaron Fox points, 34, but 23 of those in the fourth quarter. Uh, and they needed every single one of them. Boom. Yep. Really, really, really strong game from De'Aaron. Uh, the next one, Christian McCaffrey carries or Demonis Sabonis rebounds plus points. You took Demonis Sabonis. I took Christian McCaffrey. Uh, it was close with Niners rushing attempts. The Niners had 23 total rushing attempts, but Christian McCaffrey just 17. It was 22 rebounds and assists for Demonis Sabonis. Domas had 17 rebounds just by himself. Oh, yeah. Like that alone would have tied the rushing attempts for McCaffrey. Okay. Yeah. So I win. You won that one, yeah. The next one, we went bang on the number, Coach. I'm pretty fired up. I'm really, really stoked. So we had Brock Purdy completions or Malik Monk points and assists, uh, 19 apiece. Oh, We went bang on the number, and I'm really, really proud of me. I'm going to clap it out for myself. There you go, because yeah. I think I took Purdy. Yeah, you went Purdy, I went Malik, so we just pushed that one. Okay. Yeah, 19 each, and I give myself a bonus point because I nailed the number. Okay. That's, that's a good one. Game, no, that's, that's how this game where I don't keep score works. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, 10 extra points for me. Uh, Seahawks passing yards are King's Suns total. You went King's Suns total. I went passing yards. Drew Locke, really impressive yesterday. 269 passing yards. 220 was the total. Oh. Yeah, so I won that one. Yeah, I did not fare well. No. Um, I was. If you had told me that Drew Locke was going to start, I probably would have gone the other direction. Mm-hmm. But Locke uh, was was not perfect yesterday, but way better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. yeah. Well, that and, I mean, he got, like, Fred Warnered. Like, I, I mean, uh, the Niners have so many athletes. It's like, really, that, they're, that pick they're really, by Fred Warner was nasty. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Chase Young getting there, hitting the ball before it, before it came out. Uh, it's a pretty good defense down there in San Francisco. Uh, yeah. 49er sacks or Keegan Murray made threes. You went with Keegan. I went with the Niners. Uh, four to one was the final there. Keegan just one for seven from three. Oh, yeah, not a good, not a good shooting night. So I went Niners. I won that one. Uh, no, yes. I went Niners. Oh, yeah, you went, you went Keegan. Oh, that's right. I thought he would go like six of nine. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly that was what you picked. Weird. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, I get it though. It feels like he's due for a big breakout game. 
Yeah, it just hasn't happened. Yeah, he's just, I'm going to keep betting it, though. Okay. I'm going to lose a lot of money doing it, but I'm going to keep trying. Okay. It's never stopped me before. That's right. Uh, and then the last one, 49ers points or Kings first quarter points. We both went Kings first quarter points. 28-24 Niners. What? Yeah, man. Kind of uh... wild. Even though, even like we both said, like about 28 points for the Niners feels right. And we still went Kings. Thought they'd mm. start off fast and they didn't. All right. Yeah, all right. It's good stuff. I won that one. Uh, someone in the chat has a question. Can I can I win the PS5 giveaway if I am in another state? I don't know the answer to that, Kyle. I'm going to guess. No, you got to be. I, I'm no, because pretty you have sure to pick the, it up. You have to pick it up, and I'm pretty sure it's California residents and the rules, but I'm not totally sure. You can find those rules online. Oh, okay. ADSPAN1320.com. There we go. Yeah. So we're not giving away the PS5 just yet, though. We're not yet. Not no. yet. We just keep teasing this thing yeah all right ps5 nba 2k24 the best part is we get to do this every day kyle every single day this week every day this week we get to mess with people about when we may or may not give away a ps5 you asked a question in the rundown yep and i think it's like the pertinent question for the 49ers this season is where would they be without trent williams and it's so funny because my my podcast co-host at candlestick chronicles who remains nameless he said on the pod last week, he was like, how do they not open every game with a run to the left? Get behind Trent Williams and go. And start the game that way. Give yourself eight yards and get in second and two. And so they did that this week. And they went 72 yards and gave themselves a first and goal to one. Yeah. I was shocked he didn't score on that He is so incredible. I mean, like, you have a five-year waiting period for the NFL Hall of Fame, just like you do for Major League Baseball and and the NBA. Like, he's one of those players that you just look at and you go, you know, why not just skip it? Like, just go ahead and skip ahead. Like, he's that good. And, and, you know, the the 49ers, he got hurt in the Cleveland game, and they just happened to lose that game. The next two games, he didn't play, and they just happened to lose those two games. Outside of that, they're undefeated. Like, that's how much he means to this team. And, like, even before the season, we talked about this. Like, he is the guy. He's the guy that you've got to be concerned with. And, you know, uh, like, if if he can't hold up, then your season looks decidedly different. And, like, sure, everyone's left tackle is important. Like, but no one else has a left tackle like him. He's He is Trent Williams is important to her. Yes, he is yes, more important. So I, I, I think before the year, and I, I don't even know if I disagree right now, but I think before the year I would have definitely been like, yes, for sure, Trent Williams is, is the dude who makes everything go. And I even said it, in fact, you know what, we didn't even have to go before the season. I said it during their three-game losing streak. Like, this wouldn't be a three-game losing streak if Trent Williams was, was healthy. Nope. I'm starting to think maybe it was more Debo. Oh, I don't know. When you see the impact he has, yesterday, Maybe. yesterday they were really struggling to move. The, they they score on the on the first drive, right? But then they went punt, punt, interception, and then they go. They're down ten seven. They go short completion to Debo. It's third and eleven, and they go fifty four yard touchdown to Debo. What did they do last week in Philly? Feed Debo. Oh yeah, big spot. Get it to number nineteen and let him make a play. They don't have to scheme it. They don't have to design it. It's get him in space, let him break a couple of tackles, and all of a sudden the energy's back. He's that offensive spark plug, right? So I was so vehement in the idea that Trent Williams being out was the reason that they really struggled in those three games. I was staunch in that opinion. 
after watching what Debo Samuel has done, really the last three weeks, we can go back to, to the game in Seattle if, if you want, but sp- more specifically the last two weeks, I, 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 I would trust Kyle Shanahan to generate offense without Trent Williams as long as he had Debo Samuel on the field. And I think they'd, it's not like the offense would suck if they didn't have Debo and, and they had Trent Williams. But I mean, it's like, it, it's like man, they, they get into a tough spot, third and 11, third and eight, whatever it is. It's Debo on a handoff, Debo on one of those little pop passes, little slant, you can hit him deep. Oh, he's he definitely adds a new element. Yeah, I mean, he adds a different element than any other players that they have. I mean, you got Kittle to run down the seam. You got you got Ayuk running all of these, like, super nice like 25 yard intermediate like to deep routes he's so sick yeah he is and then when they need to run a quick slant or they need to run him over the middle they can then you got McCaffrey flying out of the backfield like yeah this team is is like spectacular I thought the most impressive thing yesterday was just how different it looked how varied it was it was downfield throws it was intermediate throws it was the short, although the the Seahawks really wanted to take away the intermediate stuff, so it was mostly the short throws and then the and then the long hits. Um, it was Purdy creating out of structure. It was him making plays in structure. It was the run game. I think it wasn't their best offensive performance of the year, but for me, you just kind of got the full scope of what made what makes them really dangerous. It was the most diversified. Yeah, yeah, exactly. of, of the of the season, and you know, it, it's also crazy. Kittle's up to eight hundred and eleven yards. Just very quietly going to go for a thousand. Quietly, like on pace to go for a thousand. Debo is at seven thirty nine out of nowhere, and has a shot at a thousand. They could have three thousand yard receivers, and and a fifteen hundred yard back. If they had, th- hmm. hmm, we should explore this more. Oh, maybe. You know what we're going to do though? Uh oh. I think it's time, James. It is. We're going to give away a PlayStation Five. PS5, copy of NBA 2K24, this sick-ass insider's hoodie that I'm wearing right now, all via our friends over at Jiffy Lube. It's a Jiffy Lube Christmas, and they're giving this all away. It's a whole pack. It's not three separate things. Nope. We're giving this all away to one at person. the same time to one person. Five times this week. There's people calling right now. They don't even know what caller they need to be. They don't even know what caller. That's crazy, and they're just firing it off. All right, so we said we we're going to have some fun with what number. We're going to call number eight today. In honor of De'Aaron Fox's eighth 30-point game of the season. Yeah, and the number is 916-909-1320. Kyle, when are we saying go? I'll I'll say it. I'll say it when when we go to break. Every, okay. Anybody calling right now is getting hung up on. 916-909-1320. <laughs> yeah. Call Caller that number, number eight. Call number eight. Courtesy of our friends at Jiffy Lube. It's a Jiffy Lube Christmas, a PS5, NBA 2K24, and an insider's hoodie. Find out who wins. Next on ESPN 13. Call now. Call now. Call right now. 916-909-1320. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now. Back to the Insiders with James Ham and Kyle Matson, brought to you by Jiffy Lube on ESPN thirteen twenty. There we go. We're back. I'm Kyle. That's James. And it's giveaway time. Uh oh. I saw some people on the stream uh, complaining that their call could not get through that's because the phone lines have been lit up since like immediately immediately the phone lines immediately lit up 916-909-1320 that's the number to call we are giving away a playstation 5 nba 2k24 and this sweet insiders hoodie let's see who do we want to uh let's see let's get Uh, ESPN 1320, what's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, Sherry Kibbett. I'm from Roseville. Hi, Sherry. Hi. How are you? I'm great. What? You sound very excited. What What do you have going on today? Uh, not much. Just hanging out with my toddler. That sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, what did you have? Like Keon Ellis takes? What are we What are we calling for? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm calling for the PlayStation Five. Hopefully. Oh, okay. You big into video games? Uh, yeah, not as big as my husband. Oh, okay. Um, or is my boys. It, okay, is would this be a Christmas gift for them? Uh, definitely. Okay, well, you know you had to well, be caller number eight, right? Yeah. Hmm, I see. This is awkward now. <laughs> Kyle, no. you're a horrible person. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, hey, congratulations. Uh, you are the winner of our... Oh, no, I didn't have my sounders on. Hang on. Here we go. Yeah, there we go. We got a plug. We got sounders. And... Thank you. Yeah, you're so welcome. Uh, so is this going to your boys or you said your husband? Who's who's this? Pe- or are you keeping it and are you going to become a gamer? Uh, my boys for sure, but because my husband is seeing it, so it wouldn't be much of a surprise. <laughs> 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 He'll definitely play it, I'm sure. Oh, I, I, I would hope so. Um, okay, very good. Hang on the line for just one second. I'm going to get some info okay. from you, and then we awesome. will uh, make sure you get in touch with our promotions team, and we'll get you all squared away, okay? Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Appreciate you. Let me figure out how to put you on hold. Um, <laughs> that's not how. Okay, I'm just going to turn that down, and I'm going to figure this out. As we uh, as we go, okay. So James, we've got the Kings and Nets. Yep. Tonight, Harry Giles back in the building at Golden One Center. Mm-hmm. Is this of any kind of significance? Is it 
Is there going to be like a welcome back video? What's the, what do you think the plan is? How, what do you think? Is there going to be some like reception if he checks into the game? Like it, I don't know. Okay. So like, first of all, I, I think everyone should be super excited to see Harry Giles. Um, I, I don't know if he's going to play or not. He's only played a couple of games this season and it's usually in uh, games that are decided by more than 10 points, uh, more than 20 points sometimes. But um like Harry Giles made an announcement last night on Twitter that he's excited to be back in town. And like, that's very, very authentic. Uh, this is one of the most authentic young dudes that I've run into. He's a really good kid. And I believe, I, I know how much Scott Moak loves Harry Giles. Uh, of course, the PA announcer for the Kings. I would be shocked if there wasn't some sort of acknowledgement that Harry Giles was in the building and this is a big deal. I mean, Harry hasn't been able to play for a couple of years. Um, he's a, a guy who the the Kings invested of the number 20 pick in 2017 NBA draft. Um, he'd had, you know, he'd blown out both of his ACLs as a high school player. He had another knee surgery at Duke. Um, the Kings were very cautious with him and redshirted him for a year. They, you know, and then, you know, at the end of the day, things didn't work out. But his connection to Sacramento is just spectacular. And his ability to really, really touch like the the folks in Sacramento and and become part of the culture of of the city and the team, um, it's one of the best connections that I've seen with any player. So I'm excited to see him. Um, you know, we got to see him at the the uh, West the the playoffs last year. I think he was at Game Seven and uh, sat courtside with Rosey, and, and that's just because there's a lot of love with the Foxes. Uh, and Harry Giles and you know again uh, I hope I hope that it's uh, a nice homecoming for Harry Giles tonight and and I also hope that like he's able to build something with his career you know he's still young I think he's 25 years old still has incredible passing skills and he's just a, a guy that you know again I think everyone should be rooting for out there for good things for him so uh, but you know Sacramento Kings have a difficult game this is a uh, a very tough opponent uh, Brooklyn on the season is 12 and nine. Uh, they have that length and athleticism that we keep talking about uh, that the Kings sometimes struggle with. Uh, but they, what they don't have is the big bodied guy that usually gives um, Mr. Sabonis problems. So I, I think this should be a fun matchup. You can't uh, go into this game and take this team lightly. Uh, Cameron Johnson is, is a stud. Mikhail Bridges is a stud. Uh, they've got, um, Cam Thomas, who is just coming to his own as like a crazy scorer this year, averaging 23.7 points per game. So yeah, I definitely think this is, uh, this is going to be a fun game for the Sacramento Kings. Um, and a, a game they need after a big win against the Phoenix Suns. Um, you know, you, you got to take care of home cooking. Uh, and, and also I, I point out like the Kings have played so much better at home this year than they did last year. And you want to continue to build on that. You can't, you can't take a step back at home because the way for this team to win fifty plus games is for them to figure out a way to win, you know, something like thirty games at home. Uh, so far, they're six and three on the year. After what the, the last game was, the uh, the tough loss to uh, New Orleans at home. Um, but yeah, definitely uh, a good night. It should be an interesting, an interesting evening at Golden One Center. Uh, Kyle is still away. Um, so I'm going to get to my keys to the game for tonight. Um, 
We've got a couple of things. Let's see. We're We're back. Oh, you're back. Yeah, I'm back. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Got to get a couple things handled back here, but that's something I can figure out after the show. That was exciting, wasn't it? Boy, it sure was. She was very, very excited. No, she was amped. And (laughs) I hope she calls back. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Yeah, no, I got to, I got to. Get a hold of her. We're all good though. Like I said, that's something they can they can we can figure out after the show. Yep. I have a show to do. I will get all the winner info and stuff uh, later on. Excellent. Anyways. All right. I'm excited. I I hope Harry Giles plays tonight. Yeah, I, that's I my that was my. If he does, you know, it, like the way it's been going right now, maybe they maybe they do give him like a a, a an a opportunity. Well, I mean, like, look, you look at the the Brooklyn Nets team, they've got shot blockers, they've got length, they've got athleticism, but they don't have the big guy, the ground-based guy that can hold back Sabonis. And Giles is, like, he really does have a, like, a strong defensive game. But, you know, it's been a while since I've seen him on the court. And, you know, he's a guy, again, I think he tore another ACL, like, during his rehab. So, you are right in there, Kyle? Yeah, I'm really struggling. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to... uh... I'm going to need to talk to some folks after the show, but we're all set. All right. <laughs> Kings Nets tonight. Uh, that's Kings, amazing. Kings Nets. Uh, you want to go through our keys? Yeah, let's let's get to our keys. I have some 49er stuff I want to get to uh, as as well. Okay. Uh, but let's let's do Kings Nets keys. Boy, that's a mouthful. Yeah. Kings Nets keys. keys. My, my first key, Kyle, is don't let Mikhail Bridges become Brandon Ingram. Like I... Mikel Bridges is very talented, but he's not the same type type of scorer that mm-hmm. Ingram is because mainly because he doesn't go out there and try to become that. And if he just no. des- if he decides to do that, no, I'm good, bro. You sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Okay. Damien, Damien hey. just showed up. Just yeah, no wave or something. No, nah, bro. I'm. You know what? No, hey, this is a this is one of those things. It's like first time doing something. Need to work out the workflow and stuff. I messed it up. <laughs> we're good now. And we're going to be good moving forward just as soon as I talk to some folks. Sent some panic on the stream. No, we're good. No, we're all, no, bro, we're good. We're all set. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Moments right. with Damien trying to help out. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing a live radio show here. All right. We are. Key number one. Go ahead. Don't let Mikhail Bridges become Brandon Ingram. That's it. And if yeah, you do that, be... I think you got a good shot. Yeah, I don't think that's a trade that the Nets would be interested in making. So I think you're all set. Yeah, just don't let that that trade go down. Yeah, no, you can't. You can't let Mikael Bridges, who's a you know a fine player, you can't be letting him go for thirty five. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't do that. Uh, my first key is be a playoff team, and I say that because the only team currently in the postseason that the Nets have beat this year is the Magic, and they beat them twice. Oh. And the Magic are really, really good. But other than that, every other win they have is from a team who is either in the play-in spot or not in the play-in spot at all. Okay. So Where the Kings they, have beat Dallas, they beat Phoenix, they've beat Denver. Minnesota. Minnesota. Uh, they've beat all of the teams like that might be above them. Uh, OKC. OKC is another one. OKC, yeah. yeah. So they, yeah, so the Kings have a ton, of, a ton of quality wins. The Nets do not if the Kings play like a playoff team. History says that unless the Kings are the Magic, that... Uh, they will beat the Nets. Number two. Number two. My second one is defend the three. The Nets are number three in in the league in three-point makes and number one in three-point percentage. If you don't defend the three, they're going to torch you. Yeah. They are. They are. You can tell. The Nets are like the Kings in the sense of you very much. It is 
in your face what they want to do. Yes. They are like just a gaggle of three and D wings. Yeah. And they can all shoot it and they can all play defense. Yeah. Not a ton of size. 14.8 makes per game. Makes Man. per game. They're shooting 38.7% oh <laughs> from three. They're And they're averaging 38 attempts per game. Like this is a team that like really, really can shoot the ball well from the outside. And if you don't defend them, uh, I, if you don't defend the perimeter, you're going to have some trouble. Yeah. Uh, n- my second one. Yep. Relate. In fact, you know what? Do hang on. Let me let me flip this around. Don't match up hunt on offense. Is my second key. Okay. This is a this is a team that is built to be switchable. There, but if you sit there in the half court and you spend. 19 seconds of the shot clock trying to hunt a mismatch, it's going to throw you out of your offense. Just play your offense. I don't think the whole, hey, let's make sure we're getting this back screen and getting this so we can get Harrison Barnes working on defender X. Like, nah, bro, just run your offense. Like, they're all long. They're all athletic. They can all defend. Yeah, the only one that I think it's Spencer Dinwoody. If you can get a matchup on him, sure. But outside of that, you're going to spend a lot of time what you're talking about wasting time getting to the right guy and so yeah i'm with you kyle i'm with you there um my number three hit the glass uh the nets are number one in rebounding in the nba again they have length and athleticism but they don't have true size yeah and so when you shoot a lot of threes there's a lot of long rebounds that's what i think part of the reason why they they're doing a good job of attacking spots where a three-point shot might fly off and, and hey, look, they're a good. They're a good team. This is not a team you take lightly. But I put them in the category of like maybe the Cavs. You know, maybe they're maybe the Cavs are a little bit better than they are. Mm-hmm. But like that's kind of the category where if you go in there and you're physical and and you do the the dirty work, you should be okay. My my last key fits in with that one, and it's just get a body on Nick Claxton. Okay, like Nick Claxton can hoop. Like he can definitely play. But he's not he's not one of those big burly centers who's gonna push people around. Just get a bot anybody. Anybody on him, make sure you're boxing him out. And uh the Kings will have a huge night on the glass, I think. Yeah. So he's averaging nine point three boards in just twenty seven minutes a game. And two point four blocks. Yeah, man. Nick Nick Claxton is good, bro. <sighs> yeah. Very, very good. They got a lot of guys averaging double figure scoring. Let's get Kenny Caraway in here. It's time for the handoff. Kenny Caraway of D and KC. Yeah. Coming up here at noon. Uh, Kenny, ni- nice little weekend for you. Oh, yeah. Kings get the dub on Friday. Oh, yeah. Niners get the dub on Sunday. T-Pain. Eagles, you went to Shout T-Pain. T-Pain. Yeah, yeah. I Eagles, mean, Eagles get the L on Sunday Night Football. This is a, this is a, you know what? I'm marking this weekend as a big W for, for Kenny Carraway. Well, you know, for those that care about these things, you know, Devin Haney, a dominating win on Saturday night against Regis Prograce. We'll talk about that on the 13th <laughs> round. But, yeah, it was oh. it was all good. It was all good. I, I didn't have any issues. I mean, I, I was a little bitter watching that uh, in-season tournament championship. Felt like the Kings could have been there, man. But, you know, other than that, everything was good. It wasn't even really a game. You know, like we were going to talk about this a little bit. Mm. Um, like, I know the ratings weren't good, mm. but I, I'm confused if the ratings weren't good because it was in the middle of the day. Like Friday's first game was at was it Friday, Thursday, Friday, Thursday, Thursday. Yeah. It was at two o'clock in mm. the afternoon. Like, mm. what are you doing? And well, then the second game's at five o'clock. Like, that's not 
I mean, it's prime time, I guess, on the East Coast. Right. But what are what are they trying to do there? Well, I, I might, we talked about it before. I think they're terrified. The NBA is terrified of the NFL right now, and that's the wrong way to go about it. Just be you. Don't worry about because they go up against they go head to head against the NFL, no matter what game it was, Patriots, Steelers, nobody cares about that game. Two big fan bases and in, in big time East Coast cities, but nobody cares about that game. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. They're going to do like 15 million and, and the NBA is going to do like 1.5 million. And the NBA is so terrified of the way that looks. They do everything they can to not have games. They don't, don't even have TNT on Thursday no more because yeah. they don't want – that, that rating thing. And I think that's the wrong thing to do. Just do what you do, man. Just do what you do. Put your product out there. Your people love your product. And don't worry about uh, the NFL. So that, I think that's what happened on Thursday, putting that at 2 o'clock. They didn't want to go up against Thursday night football. Do you think uh, watching the, the Lakers like pretty much dismantle the, the, um, the Pacers? Mm-hmm. I mean – First of all, I think it was good for the league that LeBron won the MVP and that even that you can even say that the Lakers won, it might be good for the league. But also, I think it's one of those like coming to Jesus moments for the Pacers where you very quickly realize that if you're going to take that leap, um, this is why I keep saying they remind me of the Sacramento Kings in Dave, La- Dave Yeager's final year. Mm-hmm. Like, there has to be more than just run, 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 run. Yeah. And yeah. That's the same thing I thought about the entire time. That's playoff basketball. And that's a, a good team saying, we're not going to let you off the hook for not playing defense. So what they have like 81 or 83 points in the paint, mm-hmm. the, the Lakers did. They're like, we're not going to let you off the hook. We, we know we can get whatever we want offensively. And if you don't want to defend, we're going to just have a, you know, a, a layup line out here. And, and, and the Pacers, look, they're going to beat some playoff teams. They're going to beat some teams like the Lakers or whatever because they are that dynamic scoring offensively. Mm-hmm. But like you can't, you can't win like this. I don't even think they're like the King. You said Jaegers Kings for sure. They're like yeah. that. People were talking about the the Kings last year can't win. Mm-hmm. We're playing no defense. They had some resistance at some point in the game. Indiana has none, and they're going to have to figure out what they got to do uh, to change that up a little bit. Indiana's best defense is when teams panic and just start chucking shots. Mm-hmm. They try to get you. They lull you into playing their game. Yes, and that's. I think the problem is like while the Lakers have a bunch of old dudes, they their pace is fast. Mm-hmm. Like they're like okay. That's fine. We can run with you, mm-hmm. but we're also going to be more physical with you. We're also going to go in the key, and we're going to score a bunch of points there. Mm-hmm. We're going to beat you up. If they're if they're knocking down shots, the Lakers are really, really hard to beat. Yeah. I yeah. just don't know. The health thing down the stretch, what does LeBron look like or AD. In, in May? What does LeBron and AD look like in May? And mm-hmm. then can they hit shots consistently over a seven-game series? Yeah, I, I think uh... – I'm not going to fact check it, but it sounds about right. Ramsey in the chest says, fake show, that's what he calls them, uh, only made two three-pointers on Saturday. And they mm-hmm. scored like 120-something, I think it was. Just they dominated. I, I mean, that's crazy. And that's that's the game plan. Like I said, don't let the Pacers off the hook for not playing defense. Attack, attack, attack the entire game. And it feels like that might be the blueprint moving forward, and they're going to have to adjust to that. Hey, how much longer is LeBron going to do this? I know it's I I don't it's not like hey LeBron's good am I right but dude he's 
turns 39 in two weeks. Mm. 25 points, 6.6 <laughs> assists, 7.5 rebounds. He's still averaging 33.4 minutes per game. Mm. Like, I, I, the answer is, like, we don't know. Yeah. Like, he's going to keep doing yeah. it. Like, I just think it, it's crazy because, you know, Kenny, you brought up the three-point stuff. They're averaging, they're 30th in the league in makes per game, three-point makes at 10.2. We were just talking about Brooklyn, who's averaging like 14.8 makes per game, which mm. is wild. They're shooting the 29th fewest at 29.7, and they're shooting the 26th percentage at 34.3. They've had, how long has LeBron James been there? And they still can't figure out how to surround him by shooters. It's outrageous. Like, mm. figure it out. How did they not make the Buddy Heald trade? How did that not? How did that well, not LeBron happen? LeBron didn't want him. LeBron wanted Russ. Why? But that? Why? That's so counterintuitive. That's, <laughs> that's so counterintuitive. That's why I can't wait until he owns the Las Vegas, Golly, whatever they are, man. and we get full Michael Jordan. The, like the Lakers executive. made seventeen threes on Saturday. By the way, they made seventeen. Oh, maybe he's talking about in the fourth quarter. Oh no! Wait, I was looking at the wrong game. I was looking at the wrong game. I was looking at Lakers Pelicans. That's my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They hit him against the Pelicans. They did not hit him against. I, they didn't even need to. No, they like just the kept going to the rolled. cup. Yeah, just kept going to the cup. Hey, real quick, while I got you guys here, um, Eagles. I'm this close to saying they're finished. <laughs> I'm this close. I'm not going to nah, do it I'm just not. yet. I'm this close, and you know why? I'll tell you why. Their problems can't be fixed. I see. Okay, so I I would um, their 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 personnel on defense can't be fixed. This isn't but a I bunch think, of guys injured and they're waiting for guys to come back. They're bad in the middle. Uh, when yeah. you talk about the linebackers, they're suspect in the secondary. And the yeah. blueprint was presented by the 49ers. Well, we talked about that Friday before that game, Kyle. If you keep your quarterback upright. It's a long day for that Philly defense. Mm. And and the, the pass rush, I don't know if they're people in Philly are talking about they're worn out, they're tired now, because if they can't get to the quarterback, it's easy pickings. Now I think I, I would I agree with you for sure on their secondary and their and their linebacking core. And Shaq Leonard, I'm sorry, you say miss me with that. <laughs> like the Colts got rid of him for nothing. Like they kicked him out. Yeah. And said, You're done playing here. So Shaq Leonard is a shell of, of himself. He's had injury stuff. He's once a great player. I get it. But he's not going to fix our problem there. The only thing that's keeping me from, from, from writing Philly off is they are really good in the trenches. I know that their pass rush may not be what it was last year. Mm-hmm. But, man, you have to you get a playoff game where a wild card team's got to go to Philly. Mm. And they get behind that offensive line. And the weather's cold. And the games get a little longer. I I think they're I think they're kind of built for that. So until Philly loses a playoff game, I'm not going to write them off. But that said, they look like the clear number. I think there's three teams in the NFC that can win the Super Bowl, and they look like a clear number three right now. Yeah, and I would add too that that the 49ers had the same exact like three game stretch where they just weren't good. Not really though, because the it Niners three game stretch was <laughs> their best players were gone. I, best players are in Philly right now, and they're getting smacked. Yeah, I think Jalen Hurts is definitely a little banged up. He doesn't look right. But I will say, this is a tough stretch for the Eagles. They had to play the Niners and the Cowboys with both the Niners and Cowboys on 10 days rest. Mm. That's tough. That's <laughs> tough. That's but really tough. The Niners just went through the point in their schedule where they played in Seattle, in Philly, yeah, and then Seattle at home. Mm-hmm. And Seattle on 10 days rest. And they mopped them. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jacksonville's in there too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Jacksonville was coming up there by. 
Same week as the Niners, yeah. Yeah, they crushed. They crushed. Yeah. yeah, they've beat the heck out of a lot of pretty good teams this year. They Niners have. are not bad. What they did not to Dallas early club. in the season. Oof. Mama mentality. Job's not done. Yeah. Job's There's not no, done. And I think that's the no, – we can we can talk about this all, all tomorrow. What do you guys got coming up? Uh, Niners, Kings, Harry Giles is back. Uh, we'll probably talk about Mahomes as well. You know, I, I, I was very disappointed in Mahomes. Me too. Very disappointed. Oh, yeah. So we, we got all the good stuff. Would not have expected that from my guy. One PS5 has been given away. Mm. Four more to be given away throughout the week. Uh, James, thank you. Ton of fun today. Like I said, one of those shows where you wish you had uh, more than a couple hours. Uh, but I had, a, I had fun either way. I did too. Good. D'Lo and KC are next. Uh, we've been the insider sponsored by Jim Philippe on ESPN 1320. Sacramento Sports Center. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.